If you have found yourself here, it means you have chosen to think for yourself and to come up with your own ideas of what is true. It means that you are brave enough to break the norms of society and live by your own rules in harmony with Mother Nature. It means you have decided to explore the inner workings of your own mind and heart. It means to stand up where others have failed. To carry a wild heart means you hear the call and take action. As we call out, I am a wild one together as a community, we commit ourselves into the world to stay awakened. We help each other on this journey. Being a wild one does not require perfection, for it is in our imperfectness in being human that makes us perfect. As we unlock pieces of ourselves along this wild one journey, we will discover who we truly are. This community was created for that very purpose. It takes time to break away the barriers of bad programming. As a wild one, you will discover ways to unlock your heart and to hear your own inner guide. This is a safe place to explore yourselves. The tools and workbooks, healing sprays, helpful herbs and essential oils, portaling and monthly box subscriptions have all been created to help you to unlock the wild heart that is within you. All that is required to join our community of wild ones is an open mind, an open heart, and a willingness to discover your true self. Welcome, my dear wild one. Welcome to I'm a Wild One podcast with mystic pop music artist, Michelle Vreeland. Hello, Wild Ones. I'm very excited to introduce today's guest, um, Silvana from Forest Nymphs Vegan Handmade Bath and Body. And um, I wanted to have her on here because I've been following her brand for a few years now. And I was just so amazed by how she's been able to grow and scale her brand from kind of a small little Etsy shop company to um, basically being in many, many um, Whole Foods throughout the West Coast. Um, and I've been watching it grow and grow over the many years. And one of the, the reason why this kind of amazes me is that she is no ordinary soap company she actually infuses Reiki master energy into her soaps as well as times them under the correct moon times to get the highest um, potency out of it. Um, and I just find that it's amazing to see a fellow Reiki master with a product that is growing rapidly into the Whole Foods uh, mainstream market. Place. Um, and you just don't see a lot of that. She also has had um, many careers, paths. Um, she's a very smart woman. 
and um, she's a certified aroma therapist. She's a um, she has a degree in psychology. She um, worked as a massage therapist to rock stars um, via Live Nation. So she has a huge celebrity client list in the massage um, therapy um, arena. And she's just lived such a full um, and free life, you know. And I think that makes her the ultimate wild one, don't you? <laughs> And she's here today to talk to us, to tell us her story and to um, give us advice and to let us know what we can do to, um, as we go into the unknown of what's happening in the world today and every, every day is a different day. And um, so she's just somebody that I really value and, and respect. And I know that she would be a great um, person to take advice from. So I'm very grateful to have her here. And without further ado, here's the interview between me and Salvana. All right, Savannah, I'm so excited that you're here on the podcast. Finally! I know, <laughs> me too. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. This is like a, for me, it's a, it's a bit of a dream come true. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, well, I've just been following you as a as a as a customer and a fan for a few, a, a few years now, just, you know, from oh, wow. Whole Foods, as I think that's how I originally yeah. found your brand. So um, and then um, as a Reiki master myself, I became very fascinated with the idea that you were infusing Reiki into your soap. And then um, the cool part was, is that you were in Whole Foods and you're in these, you know, mainstream um, niche um, places. And I thought, wow, like someone who does who works in the healing arts is able to um, really get herself out there in a real way. And I just I just found that extremely impressive, you know. Oh, thank you. It's, it, it seems like a strange kind of mix, huh? Yeah. <laughs> with, um, with Whole well, Foods. Now that I now years later that I know about Whole Foods, you know, and everything, nothing bad. It's all great. But I'm saying it doesn't seem like it would be that mix of us healers, you know, and and then retail and Whole Foods and, you know, this trend and whatnot. So, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, but it seems like you're kind of spearheading the trend. I mean, I've seen maybe a candle maker to try to do like a healing thing with the candles, but it didn't seem for me as effective as, as what you have going on with the soaps. I mean, not only do you have the square footage that nobody else seems to have, but you also have um, the clarity of your brand and your products. I mean, really solidified in terms of what it is and, and what it does. And I just find that extremely impressive. Well, thank you. And it is, um, you know, because, because of whole foods, I mean, they were, the ones that, I don't know if it was because, you know, deep down in their soul, they're kind of grassroots, hippie type of people, you know, the the owners, and that goes on with the whole vibe, how they are, but they're very supportive, and they are, um, they really give people, like artistic people, artists, or people that are in the healing arts, that um, chance, I guess you could say. So they always look for something that is different and unique from the norm. So I got blessed and very lucky to hook up with them. 
Yeah, I would say so, because I don't think a lot of brands have had the staying power that, that you have. And I think that's an, an art in itself, you know? Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, I just, um, and then when I got reading your bio, I was like, oh my gosh, she's like a woman after my own heart. She's done so many things. <laughs> I know, I know. And then I was like, well, I'm dating myself. I'm actually like, you know, telling people my age. And I could say, well, you know, someone could be young and do so many things, right? But um, yeah, I've done, yeah, I've always been a busy, 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 busy doing something all the time. Yeah, I think that's great. I mean, can you talk about that a little bit? Because I'm really sure. curious about how you were able to, I mean, because you, you were a massage therapist and you toured with major acts. Um, was that in the 90s, I'm guessing, by some of the acts no. um, that I was seeing? No, um, what happened? Um, or early 2000s? I was, um, I was always, I've always been in the medical field. And then I was going to school, you know, I got my psychology, my psychology degree. And then I went in and th thought, okay, I'm going to be an RN, you know, because I'm going to have to get like a master's to really do anything with psych. So I started doing my RN and that took forever because I'd work full time plus go to school and I have my son. And, and, um, so I was doing the RN and in the, in the midst of all that, finally I got done with everything years later. It took forever to get everything, all the the general RN stuff out of the way, and I applied to, to, to the RN program, and there was like about a three-year wait. And so in the meantime, I thought, well, i got to do something. So I started going to massage school because I always had to do something, studying something, and that's how that happened. And when I got accepted into the RN program, I was done. Like, I'm not going to be a nurse now. <laughs> so I was, I was mm. doing massage and um and you were over it I yeah mean, i mean you know, you know cause i think i was looking for an avenue for healing you know and helping people and i think that's where psychology came in and and the nursing and all that and um in the midst of all that i was always doing my products i was always making my products since my son was little even for my mom she had a lot of mm. skin issues and and whatnot and i had spent 10 years in derm working in dermatology so everything kind of tied in together um, but as far as the massaging goes, I started doing massage backstage on tours and that was in 2011 is when I actually started. Oh my yeah. gosh. That wasn't that long ago. No, <laughs> that was, no, it wasn't actually 2010. Wow. So it was, I just, just got out of massage school and I, um, I don't, I don't even remember how I even got the first gig. Honestly, I don't remember. How did I, do? I don't even remember, but anyway, so I, um, the first gig that I got was to go work backstage and massage, uh, Kenny Loggins. And so mm. that was the first artist. And then it just took off from there. And, um, I did it for eight years. So, mm. but wow, that's really cool. And um, what made you want to get out of it? Were you just kind of like, I can't. Was it the physicality of it? Because I know it's a very physical um, job or profession, I should say. It is. And, you know, um, no, it wasn't that. I think uh, as far as, you know, as a massage therapist, there's if you take a lot of classes and you educate yourself on how to work your body, you know, like use your body when you actually do a massage, you won't get knocked out tired. You can go on and massage for hours on end, you know, of course you can get tired eventually, but nobody wants to massage eight hours in a row, but, um, it wasn't the physicality part of it. It was just that I was, 
I did it. I was done. I was just, I was over it. <laughs> so, mm. you know, um, and that was with my products too. So it, it was like I was working backstage and, and I had a regular job as at a lab too. So I was kind of juggling that. And then after that, then I started doing massage full time and then I got my own practice. I opened up my own practice in massage and I was booked with that. And I was started doing the backstage uh, massaging just selectively, like not all the time. And, and, um, yeah. cause sometimes it can be where they would call you boom last minute. They still call me now. Live nation will call me now. And oh, yeah, really? they, yeah, they did. <laughs> They'll send me a text. Hey, are you available? I'm like, Oh no, I'm not. But you know, um, you make friends along the way too. And you know, in that area and the production and people get to know who you are and you know them. And it's like any job, any career you, you, you set up a reputation for yourself. So, um, which is really cool. But I just, I was basically, I was done. I was just, I was over it and I was doing all this, my products. And then it was just time to just full on go with the product, which is what my passion was really at always has been. So. Wow. That's really great. I mean, it's kind of cool. Like how, you go through life and you're learning stuff as you go, you know, mm-hmm. it's like you think it's going to end up one way, but then it ends up another way. And then it's just, it's just one big journey that if you're willing to be open enough to listen to your personal process, it seems like it'll guide you into some cool places. And it seems it like will. that's, that's like a total um, fact for you anyway, you know, it is. And I, you know, it, it's, for me, because I've always loved music, I mean, I I can't sing like you, and I can't play a, mu- a you know a musical instrument or anything. But I just <laughs> love it. I just have this passion for music. Oh my god, my friends and I would go to concerts all the time, pay hundreds of dollars to go be up in the front row, kind of thing. And you know, because music is is just amazing. It's just an amazing thing. And for me to actually in my massage career was able was able to work on and you know actually interact with bands and musicians artists that were my favorite was just like amazing it was like oh i'm a groupie yeah i can just you know work on this person it wasn't that. it was just because i was like an awe like wow what a trip you know here i've been a fan of these people for so long of their artistic talent and here i am you know sharing the same type of energy with them in this moment in time so it was that was really cool that was really, really, really cool. Oh, that is really cool. I think that's probably anyone's dream, honestly. I mean, to be able to be up close and personal to a degree with, with your heroes, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And there, then there's there's a part where you have to um, you have to separate yourself, I guess, you know, you're a professional, like, for instance, with me, because I was a therapist, and you're a professional, so now let's say you're a fan because I was a fan of quite a lot of them mm-hmm. <laughs> that I worked on and um you know you go okay so now I have to really like ground myself and separate myself I'm the professional and they're a person they're not you know yeah. whoever they are at this moment you know and yeah. and you have to zero in on that and when you do that and they feel it you know they feel that they yeah. know the last thing they want is to have somebody who's somebody who's, who's a fan and they're so crazy yeah you know, and, and a lot of them have shared personal things, you know, when some of them are really, chitter, you know, 
chit chat and they talk on the table a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there's in there's some that you know wouldn't say anything, but the majority would talk a lot, you know. And I don't have a gag order with any of these people, so you know. Well, maybe yeah, one because day I'll you have a because you have you have respect. I mean, I totally understand where you're coming from. I did hair and makeup for a very long time, and I worked on film and TV sets and with celebrities as well, and. They do open up to you if they feel um, they that you're safe in that set. And they can feel it energetically like, okay, I can trust this person not to, you know, right. um, say anything or to be exploitative, you know. And, um, exactly. and I've, always, I've always been really good at keeping people's privacy. That's kind of my number one thing. Um, I try not to... Um, violate that because I just think that that's you know it's important you know it's just it it's just one of those values that I carry within me and I have for a very very long time so right totally and that says a lot about you right it says a lot about who you are you know and and um I've you know you know I've come to that too where I've had people say why did you get any pictures taken with something and I go because I wasn't, I just couldn't do that. I just can say, oh, hey, do you want to take a picture? Well, <laughs> that, know, if, if you're, yeah, and especially <laughs> if it's your job to heal them and to it's make them weird. feel safe and comfortable and all of a sudden you're doing what everybody else out there does to them, it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, it just, <laughs> it's grimy. A lot, other, <laughs> a lot of other, yeah, a lot of other therapists did and then they didn't, didn't work again, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and it was just, I, and, and throughout the whole eight years that I did do this, kind of work it was these artists were repeat clients i mean it wasn't just like okay i worked on you know sublime and yeah. now that's it no it was like all the time and um wow or that's any other, i would go to their hotel or you know or some of them i've gone to their home you know like weezer you know i've gone to their, his house and and they were weezer the singer which is rivers it was always every time mm. they're in town you know they they call up and they're you know they're their people yeah. <laughs> or whoever, but so it, it's, that's amazing. You build, you build a relationship with them just like you would any other client. And, um, yeah. And really, so you cool. always had the long game in mind. It sounds like, Oh yes, I didn't, you know, and it was just because I just, it is like you said, it's a privacy thing. And, you know, you know, you're, you go into an energy field of theirs. That's their private area. And, you know, and um, aside from being in the, in the dressing room or wherever you are, where it's just you and the, the artist and you're working on them, it could be just like any client, you know, it's just, it's just because of who they are. And I think that invasion of privacy or just going all out and telling the world this, this and that is just not a cool thing to do. Even as just as a person, you know, and not even a professional, but why would you do that? You know, would you do that about a client that you had on the table yesterday that it's just not a famous person and you go telling the world all about whatever they said? It's just not, it's just not ethical. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. But I just, yeah, I just kind of feel like that's pretty amazing. The, um, the, the life that you've lived and, and the choices that you decided to make and, and, um, and the changes and, and how you're able to always surround yourself around successful situations. I mean, even 
just, I mean, I know so many soap makers who are nowhere near as successful as I've seen you be, you know? Oh, thank you. Yeah. And I wanted to kind of talk about that where you were able to kind of, um, start off with an Etsy shop. Am am I correct? Is that where it began? Yeah. And then you were able to scale it (laughs) off of that to some degree, um, into a full scale retail business or wholesale business, right? Or both? Correct. A little both? It's both. Yeah, it's both. Um, yeah, I don't, you know, I went on Etsy, and this is a funny thing. I, I started making products because um, I always loved product. I worked for Lancome and Dior back in the 80s, you know, and all that. And and then um, my mom had issues with her skin, and my son did too. And then I started looking into, like, what is it? What's going on in here? And there was a lot of so many, you know, different preservatives and chemicals and things like that so I would make my own stuff but then um, what happened was I opened up an Etsy shop because I needed some extra money <laughs> I mm. go oh, okay I'll do this a friend told me so I just put some stuff up there and it was horrible I thought anyway and it just went from there and then uh, that was in 2008 that I set up the shop and in 2011 mm. it was where Whole Foods was opening up a store in Huntington Beach and they were contacting locals around. I guess they looked on Etsy or Yeah, whatnot. I remember there was a local program that Whole Foods had. Yeah. And so, and it's funny because I got a, a 2011 too, I got a um, little segment on HGTV and it was uh, 15 handmade gift ideas or whatnot. And it, and it HGTV went through Etsy also. So it was, you know, oh. it was like Etsy became, Etsy became a huge thing now, you know, from when they started Oh yeah. to, to now, you know, but, um, so a lot of people would just go in and to Etsy and see what was in that Etsy world. And Whole Foods did that. And, uh, they contacted me and I thought it was a joke. <laughs> I go, what's a Whole Foods? <laughs> what is that? A supermarket? I didn't even know idea. And, <laughs> oh um, gosh. I didn't, I didn't know what it was. I was still it's, out of it. It's like, like law, law of attraction in reverse. <laughs> and I was like, whole thing? like, what's that? Cause I would never go grocery shopping. I go, oh, hell no. I didn't even like going to the grocery store. And, um, so that's, <laughs> that was, what's funny. And, and then I did meet up with, um, the whole body manager at the time. And he was the one that helped me get in and show me how to do everything and what I needed. And then it took a while. It took about eight months to get into the store, to get everything, all the paperwork and all everything, the barcodes and whatnot. And then they, um, it went from there. Then they started ordering and, you know, they start you off small, like to see how you do, you know, and whatnot. But, um, they have a good eye because they bring in people. I'm not saying just about me, but other people, you know, other products and other, not just the whole body department, but in other areas of the store. And they, they just have a good eye for what they know their store. I guess, obviously the managers, mm. they know what they're looking for. Yeah. And, well, and they know, they know the customer. It sounds like. Right. They do. Yeah. Cause each they local do. area I'm sure has different customers, different types of people that shop there. They you know? do. Oh, they do. They do. And, um, it is, it's funny because every store is a little bit, you know, different. Like say from a whole foods to, you know, a mother's market or some other different stores up north, you know, their customer base is just a little bit different. And um, because I have customers, if there's something that's not 
they will they go by and it's not there, they'll take pictures of it and they'll send it to me. <laughs> yeah. Like me, I done that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One girl says, There isn't any love energy bath salts in Huntington Beach. And I go, Oh my God. And she sends a picture of the bucket, like empty. And I go, What's going on? <laughs> Are you and leaving like, the store? <laughs> What's happening? And I was thinking, why don't you tell the manager there? You know, they don't want to deal with it. They just rather just it's so funny, but it's super cool that they do that, you know? They're real loyal. So, um, so anyway, yeah, I took off from there and it just went from there and, um, and yeah, here we are today. <laughs> wow. But how are you able to scale it? I mean, I've had some awesome opportunities like that in my life, you know, um, but I haven't been able to scale it the way that you have. How are you able to go from one store to another store to another? And then the other question that I have is, when they contacted you, did they even because me- did they even mention the Reiki energy and the moon times? Um, um, was that well, a they, selling factor, or did they not even pay attention no. to that, or what was? Um, I think well, they didn't say anything to me, but they did. Um, they didn't. They knew about what I did because how they found it. So they were just looking for something that was unique mm-hmm. at that time. That's how they do. That's how they usually look for vendors is something that's unique, you know, that they can and they believe in. And the fact that they were so open, I think, to what I did, you know, with this whole witchy thing, you know, with the moon and this and yeah, or well, whatnot, you know, yeah. they were good with that. And I thought this is so super cool, and even the name, so. You know, I don't know if it was just a round package of they felt it was a unique thing, mm. um, but it, they didn't, they didn't like. Say, like it was oh, never like a negative issue, but it wasn't no. like an issue, or but it wasn't necessarily the selling factor of the product, or was it just it all combined? Like, like all com- it was all combined. The ingredients, the the way that. They liked the way it looked, the way the creative part of it. Yeah, um, it's very creative soap making. All of that <laughs> you've so, got going on. <laughs> so it was all that wrapped up together, um, and you know they gave it a shot and see how it went. It went and what I mean as far as like Whole Foods, I don't know what they're doing nowadays. Now things have changed quite a bit mm. with them. You know, people sometimes will ask me, "Well, how do I get in?" I go, "I, I mean, I can ask," and then they tell me to direct people to their corporate. Yeah. So I don't I don't know how they're doing things now, but um, yeah, they, you, they, you, you, it sounds like you got lucky a, a while ago, and it you were able to grow it from that point because it was selling, right? I mean, because that's really the thing. If it sells, it's right, gonna, it's going to say that. Yep. Yeah. If it sells, they're not going to keep. You know, they're very supportive and everything, just like anybody. But I'm sure no one's going to want to keep something that's not going to move. Yeah, it's got to move. Yeah, and, and I, I mean? was but, definitely drawn to your side of the soap section. So, <laughs> and as oh. a Reiki master myself, I was very impressed um, that it had Reiki energy in it, and um, and that you were able to sell it at such a a big. Um, have you ever had customers that were like um, complain about that, or you know, like in terms of because some people believe that Reiki energy is. Um, it's like a hoax or something. Well, not a hoax. Well, yeah, people believe that too, sure. But some people, like in the Christian community, 
um, or I should say more intense, um, tend to feel like it's not from God or something like that. Like they think it's something. I don't know. I've never had anyone complain to me about that or say like, Oh, this is a, you know, this shouldn't be here. Like, you know, or, or they're wary of it because, because they don't understand it. And, and, um, no, all of nope. that. um, I actually, I think it's the, kind of like the opposite I've had. I was so impressed and happy when a lot, you know, so many people would come forward, you know, they would email, like I said, they just have no problem emailing and, and sending you messages and, you know, just letting you know. And I was really happy and I was surprised too that there are so many healers out there <laughs> and there's <laughs> yeah. so many people into magic. And I'm not saying, well, witchy poos, Hey, you know, I'm not talking about that, but that they believe in magic kind of thing, or they yeah. believe in the magic of, you know, healing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? The healing arts and whatnot. And, and it used to be so hush hush in a sense. It was like, yeah. if you did that, Oh, you're a weirdo, you know, or you got mental issues or whatever. And, yeah. and, um, and no, there's a lot of them out there that actually, they, they, you know, they say thank you for, you know, doing that or, you know, thank you for, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of healers out mm-hmm. there. And um, some, I was just like shocked. I go, really? <laughs> you, <laughs> like, you know, some people you look at me go, really? Like, you know, it's just that stereotype like, oh, this person would never be like, you know, into this or, you know, somebody super conservative would not be into what I do. And they are. So yeah, you'd be um, surprised. Yeah, some oh, very conservative people that you wouldn't think would be that are, you know, or they're afraid of anything that's kind of outside of the religious. And it doesn't necessarily have to be Christian. It could be other religions too that are very hesitant about any type of healing arts that are outside yeah. of the God realm. Although I don't believe that Reiki is outside of the God realm. And, um, but in their minds, I'm just saying in their minds, you know, they're thinking that, um, because it's not in their particular, um, text, you know, that they study, you know, their area of study. I I think for some of them, there may be something that they don't know, you know, and a lot of people that are, they don't know something that's unknown. They fear it maybe a little, you know, so they just kind of do that protective kind of shield you know, to keep, to keep at where that, where, to stay where they're at with something safe and they know, you know, um, but, you know, yeah, it was just very different, a lot of different people that I was really surprised that they were, they welcomed it and they were healers themselves or they were, they were going, you know, to Reiki masters to become, you know, Reiki or to start opening up to Reiki and, yeah. and whatnot. So it was, it was very, very cool. Yeah, what I like about Reiki infused products and things is that, um, you know, like sometimes emotionally, you could be having a really bad day or you've been or you have a hard time energetically to raise your vibration or to get yourself in a good headspace. And when you use a high um, vibration product like yours and my healing sprays and the Reiki infused music, it kind of does the work for you when you're not able to do it for yourself. And that's the benefit of it is that it's there as a tool to help you to feel better, you know, and to get yourself into a frame of mind. Um, Right. Yeah. And that's, and that's what um, I love about your products is that like I use your, 
like for me, um, my go-to, I have a few, the honey one, because I connect with the fairy realm. So I love the, the honey soap and, Mm, um, mm -hmm. and I leave a little bit of soap out for them. Like I cut a little piece and I leave it out for them so they can wash themselves with your amazing soap. And oh, then, that's so cool. I know. And then <laughs> little fairies. Yeah, it is. Are, fairies are little cool. Nymphs. Little nymphs. Little nymphs. Little yep. nymphs. And I, and I leave um, a, a cup of water and a teacup and I put soap next to it. Like, oh, and they can so go cool. in the teacup and do their thing. I love it. I know that yeah, sounds a little cool. silly, but um, I, I do that. And then um, and it helps bring out my inner child when I use your yes. honey soap. Because when you connect with oh. fairies, they actually do help you heal your inner child and I'm, um, you know, I'm someone who has experienced childhood trauma, especially childhood sexual trauma. Mm -hmm. And so when I, so I have to do inner child work, um, almost, you know, on the daily, because if I don't and let weeks pass or months pass, um, depression starts to set in and, and I forget to love myself and take care of myself and, and be there, um, for me. And so when I use products like yours, it really is a helpful thing for me uh, in that regard. Um, also I love to connect with the mermaid realm and I use your mermaid soap. It's like the blue. So yeah, the ocean nymph. I use that. And my, and my son uses that too. And he's about 18 Aww. years old and he connects with the water realm very much. And so we take baths and we use your soap. Um, nice. not only to get clean, but for spiritual reasons, you know, to help, mm-hmm. to help, um, us to connect with these various, um, healing modalities. And, right. um, the other soap I love is the Bohemian. And I use oh, that yeah. when I'm, <laughs> yeah. And I use that, I one that one when I don't feel too great. Cause I'm a musician and there's sometimes I'm not like in the mood and, Right. You know, <laughs> oh, I know all about you musicians. I know all about you guys. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> oh, boy. If they don't feel like doing something, everybody's got to wait around. Let me tell you. <laughs> That's true. But, you know, when they're defense, they work very hard. That's not an easy life, you know, yeah. especially if you're a well known and you're touring and everybody wants a piece of you. It's not easy. You no, know, it's like, and yeah. like, you know, not to deviate from what we're talking about, but going back to what we're saying about, you know, like, um, when I was surprised about how certain people, you know, they had this spiritual thing or they, or they welcomed it, the Reiki healing and all that, you know, the one, there's one band that was my favorite. And it had been like two years prior, I went to their concert and I was just like, Oh my God, this guy's got so much energy. I mean, spiritual energy is just amazing. And it's the band disturbed. And I don't know who you know who they are. Oh, I do. My son's a metalhead, So I know all of oh, those, all the them. bands that, that you worked on, like the uh, Iron Maiden, all of that. I know all of those bands, Slipknot, all of them. <laughs> there. Yeah. And disturbed was the one band that they're so like, especially the singer, David, mm. he's very spiritual mm. and very, um, well, he's Jewish, and right? He's, I think he's a practicing yes. Jewish person. I think he practices. He is. Yeah. Very energy based person. And he did not have massage when I worked on him. He didn't have massage the two days prior on their tour, which mm. they were, I think, in Vegas because he didn't feel the energy of the therapist. <laughs> and it was the same way with three other, all of them. And yeah. so that was, I was like, whoa, what a trip. Because you look at them and they're like, you know, down with the sickness and they're all like, ah, metal yeah. and everything. And you think, these guys are hardcore, you know, mm. and it's hard. And, um, no, it's like, 
it was just amazing. Yeah. Well, you know, I have a take on that because I think that they, people who have a lot of emotion and feelings, especially a lot of anger, um, if they can find a way to healthy, to find, to help to to release it in a healthy way, they Mm -hmm. tend to be more balanced than people who repress anger and who pretend to be happy or pretend to be blissful or, Oh, everything's fine. Um, but people that release anger in a healthy way tend to be way more level-headed. Um, that's what I found because I've met a lot of metalheads myself. Um, and in fact, I was going to have, um, the drummer from Megadeth. He was going Mm -hmm. to co-produce, um, a few of my songs. Oh, nice. Yeah. Before he passed, he actually passed away in 2016. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it was really, really rough. But anyway, um, and, um, but he was an amazing person. Oh my God. He was so amazing. And, um, and his energy was very spiritually minded, like what you were saying. And, and he, um, um, was so creative and all that stuff. So I, and my, my son's a metalhead. He loves, he listens to metal every day and he loves it and he plays <laughs> it and he has long hair and <laughs> oh, how funny, you know, so he, cool. he's like the opposite of me, which is kind of funny because I'm all healer, meditate, you know, new age music, <laughs> mystic pop, and he's all metalhead. It's pretty funny. No, well, yeah, like I think the, you know, metal is is a guy's thing. It's like a, you know, it, it's associated with like, you know, there's metal chicks, you know, and rock, I guess you could say. But yeah. there's metal music is associated to me with like a dude, you know, it's a rocker dude. <laughs> it's just like a boy thing, you know, it's a male thing. But, yeah, it's um, very masculine I love it, energy. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I mean, I I love metal and I love all types of music but um which is another thing it goes infused into the soaps that we make and all the product is infused with the vibrations of music too so one day we may have certain music going on and like today I was listening to all like poison oh my gosh <laughs> and, <How> <laughs> I know and, and you know slaughter and all these other like you know glam bands you know there were my time and and it was just it's just that energy that they convey that you feel that it goes boom right into the product. And, you know, and um, then there's days we listen just to reggae or, you know, a lot of different stuff, but you know, it's all ties in together, but I'm the one that's the Reiki. I infuse everything with my Reiki. And how do you, how how does that process look like? So like, do you, when the soap is done, do you infuse the energy or how does that work? How does that process work? Well, you know, like in Reiki, you you know, when you Reiki's turned on, it's turned on in anything you touch and anything that you set, you know, your hands or whatnot. And if you're you're a master like me, so you know, we don't even need to be touching anything. You know, we yeah. can just yeah, I don't necessarily I don't use, touch to to yeah. use the Reiki energy. But um, everything from the moment that you know that the herbs or the product, everything goes in, you know, I'm in before it's done and I just infuse with my symbols and my intention and, you know, meditate and that's beforehand. And then when everything's done and poured and, and it solidifies and cures and whatnot, then everything I do it, you know, again, not the whole process, but just my symbols, my intention, my Reiki, you know, you, you illuminate with your light and, um, you, um, we sage a lot too. There's a lot of saging goes on daily, mm. you know, at our place. It's not just like, well, sage yesterday and maybe next week. No, it's, it's, uh, my son starts with a saging. He comes in, <laughs> he's in the whole warehouse. 
you know, when our new neighbor, we just moved to a bigger place, and our neighbor came running in one day. And goes, is there a fire? Oh yeah, because sage has that smell if you're not familiar with it. And I'm like, dude, why are you walking in my place like that? It's like, and he says, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. And I go, no, this is going to be a norm. So we're going to. This is, happens all the time, you know. So oh, wow. yeah, we have. Yeah, we sage a lot, but. I'm the one that does all the infusions with all the Reiki and everything. It's just not the mm. soaps and, you know, and then and actual, the, the salts and whatnot. So. Oh, that's amazing. My, when, when I gave my sister her gift yesterday, the, the oh. gift, the gift basket that you made, um, for her, um, when she opened the love energy salt bath salt, she was like, um, or the scrub, she was like, oh, my God, this is, like, luxurious. She was like, this Oh, is that's so cool. She, she just felt like she was being treated um, oh, with luxury good. and flowers. And, oh, yeah, I wish you saw her open it because she was really, really happy and grateful. Yeah, she's really great. She's She was really great. I'm so happy I met her. I felt like I met you in a way. So next time, <laughs> I know, right? We are we are a little different, though. We're similar in some ways, but we're, we're, we're very different. Um in our own way as well. So it's yeah, pretty she, funny. She's, it seems like a crazier type of energy and you're more on the more chill, mellow. I don't know. I think it depends. Um, well, she, you saw her with her horn. She doesn't normally walk around <laughs> like that. Yeah. So you're probably thinking, okay, she's crazy. No, she's not. She's actually very level-headed. Um, and she has, very, in fact, she's the go-to person in our family if you need some grounded advice on hard mm-hmm. issues. She's really good at at coming up with solutions that maybe no one else would think about, you know? That's good. Yeah, yeah. she's very mm-hmm. smart um, in that sense. Um, I would say she's probably the most grounded out of, because I'm one of 11 siblings, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, so there's five, oh, gr- five, sis- I have five sisters and five brothers. So wow. six girls, that five. That's really neat. Yeah, so. And, no, and- that is. That is so <laughs> nice. Yeah, so there's a lot of us, and and we're and we're part of the older group. Like she, like she's a year older than me, and then I have mm-hmm. another sister that's two years older than me, and then one that's one year younger than me. That we were born like four, you know, within the space of four years. There's four of us within four years. Oh, okay. So we have, um, I would say, those four, us four, are probably the closest because we. Right, you have that bond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a bond, and then there was a break. And then they had a boy, and oh. then, you know, boys are different than girls and, you know, sure. so, but yeah, so it was, um, and then, um, but yeah, so we're kind of like the parents of the family, you know what I mean? Oh. So like people go to us for advice. <laughs> no, and... I thought, I knew she, I could tell she was very, she was very grounded, not she was wearing her horn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I can tell she's very grounded. <laughs> She's very grounded, but she's like, I guess a, she's like a fun, not yeah. that you're not fun, but I'm saying she's like fun, like, she's very sure, fun. let's go, you know, yeah. kind of thing. But at the same moment, it's like, you know, she doesn't say yeah until she knows for sure the right thing to be doing. Yeah, you know no, I mean? it's so. true. She doesn't. She, if she doesn't feel right about doing something, she won't do it. That's for sure. Right. But she was excited mm-hmm. to, to go to pick up her um, gift. It was pretty funny. She, because I called her and I was like, "You have to go get your gift. It's over there." I'm yeah. glad she did that because we were we were, you know, we were like swamped. Like, how oh, are we gonna get out of here? How are we gonna leave? 
Well, and I think so it made it better because honestly, she, I think she needed a reason to get out of the house. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Tauruses we all do, do not like being cooped up. They really don't. They love adventure. They love to yeah. get out. Um, in that's fact, true. the angel that's related to them is Shamuel. And I actually sprayed, I made my son a um, spray called Successful Adventures. And oh, wow. the angel that's tied to that is um, Angel Shamuel. And, oh, I um, have heard of him. Yeah, and he um, actually he actually is a heart chakra angel. So like he really helps you to like like set into your joy in your heart. Like he really helps you to like feel like um, safe and happy and full of love and full of life. Um, let me see. Where's my little paper? I had a paper out. I was gonna. Let me see where. It is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go on your site and get some of those sprays. Because I think it's cool to get, you know, things from other other creators, too. Oh, you know, me like they too. Say, I'm you, a big you know, fan of that, too. Um, you know, like they say, you can't give yourself a reading. Not that I give readings, but, you know, the people that do do readings, they can't really give themselves a reading. So um, oh, you, that's kind of that kind of like that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, do you think that? I don't think that way. I don't believe that. No, I do. I think that there's some that can't really see if completely 100% for themselves. They can give themselves a reading, but I don't think that they can give, they can see 100%. Yeah. I think you it depends think so? on what you're, well, okay. So I, that this is actually a really good thing to talk about because some, um, it, I, I, I believe it depends on how grounded you are as, as a person or, or if, if we're talking mediumship, um, I think it depends on how grounded you are as a medium and how close you work with your spirit guides. Um, That's true, and too. Yeah. Because if you have really good spirit guides and they're like, hey, you need to pull a card and you're like, OK, and you go and you pull your card and then you start getting the information because I'm somebody who channels music and I channel information from my spirit mm -hmm. guides. So I feel like... Um, that I'm able to, in a sense, get readings from that. But in terms of um, like when someone else talks to you and they're really good at what they do um, mm -hmm. and they give you an insight that maybe you didn't even think about, you know, or because right. each reader has, I think, different gifts. That's true. Yeah, and you're right. so they'll be able to tap into their gift and give you information based on their gift. Um, so I don't know. And I've also had readings from people who are supposed to be really, really good at what they do. And none of their advice came true. Like nothing that they have told me have ever happened ever. How know? funny. Not even remotely Not, like close. I've had that happen too. <laughs> you know, so, but, but yeah, the information that, that I've received from my personal guides have come true, you know, and, um, and have worked. So... I don't know. So I think it depends on how grounded you are. And, and I also think that not every medium is in the business of doing their own spiritual work. Like they're, they're not going to look at their own mirror. They're not going to do the work. They're not going to, you know, deal with their ego. They're not going to handle their shadow self. They're not going to do certain things because for whatever reason. And so mm -hmm. in a way, they're not going to be the best judge of what happens to them because they're not a good mirror for themselves. That's true. You know, I agree with you. Uh -huh. So, of course, that would not make him a very good reader for themselves. 
Um, but I'm somebody, you know, part of the wild one journey is that we self-reflect, you know, a lot. And I'm going to be um, releasing a, um, a course that's going to help people to be able to do just that, you know, very, to be able to nice. look at their stuff. Yeah. And then um, and then on my because um, you said you're going to look at the sprays online. I'm actually I only have two there now, but I actually have. 12 made I have 12 different ones but I haven't I haven't posted them on the website yet because I was in Facebook jail for like months and I put all this money and energy into the site and it got blocked and then finally I was able to get myself unblocked so now I'm going to put more time and energy into my shop now um, now that I'm not in Facebook you gotta feel it once you feel it's the right time then you put it and then that's when it goes and that's when it you know it'll be the right time for you to put the other all the other ones up. Yeah. Sometimes it, those little things happen, you know, little hiccups, I guess you could say. Maybe you're not supposed to have all of them all in one shot put on your site, but now you, now you do. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah, you're probably right. But I definitely learned a ton. Like I really learned a lot about having a Shopify shop and all the little tweaks. And I read through the Facebook um, community standards and practices and policies, like with the fine tooth comb, like hundreds of times. So yeah, I'm, you're really good about that. So we I'm fully about aware. Well, I'm fully aware of how it works. It's very, they're very strict now. It used to be very easy to navigate Facebook. It's not easy anymore. You have to oh. really pay attention to their rules. They always change things. They always change things yep. around. Once I think I've got it, then I go, damn it. Yeah. And they're about to change it again, by the way. They're going to change the whole interface soon because I'm, they consider me, I guess, like, a, like, like someone in the know. So they allowed me to see um, the mm. Facebook, um, the new look of Facebook. Um, oh, wow. So I saw it. And it's cool. It's actually pretty cool. But it was... It was definitely, you would have to relearn the whole thing again. Oh, wow. Yeah. I usually, I don't go on Facebook much at all. I have, I'm usually on Instagram. I'd like Instagram the best. Yeah. I mean, they're both really good. I mean, they both have Mm -hmm. the same, um, you know, um, what do you call it? Because fans in in that sense, because, um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about with an ad standpoint because one thing oh, where, yes, that's where, right, right. where Facebook stands out is um, they're detailed. I mean, they know everything about everyone, everything. And so yeah. you can find your ideal customer like easy, you know? So it's the best place to spend your ad dollars in that sense because they, you can find your customer or your fan or whatever, but yeah. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do your homework and research and all that stuff. I mean, you can't just like yeah. boost a post and expect it to work, you know? There's yeah, a, it's a lot of, a lot of stuff. It's a, like, it's like a whole other job. <laughs> it is. I know. You're like, oh my gosh, you're telling me I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna get tired. <laughs> well, well, well so that's why people have it. hired me. I spent so much that's time why. and energy learning this stuff that um, my my friends who know me are like, can you just do it for me? I can't. You know more than me. Just do it. And I'm like, okay. So they just hire me to do it, and I do it. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. You can do that. I would just get so... Oh, uh, oh it's frustrating. It anyway. Oh, yeah, it's frustrating. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have the patience for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's frustrating. But um, but anyway, yeah, so I was... So back to Shamuel, Angel Shamuel. That, he's what I was feeling to call in today for you, for us, for oh, our conversation. Okay. Yeah, I was feeling his energy pretty 
intensely, but it's also like um, this is the zodiac sign that he's attached to as well. Mm. You know, the Taurus season. We're in Taurus season. Oh, you know what? I wanted to. Okay, let me look at my questions because I want to make sure that I covered. I know we talked about quite a bit of this stuff. Um, <laughs> um, I want to have back. a long rap sheet. <laughs> no, I know we have so many, but we did talk about quite a bit of it. Um, well, I wanted to talk about because I know we're we're going through this pandemic, and you're doing really well right now because you're in the soap game, which is you know going to do really well <laughs> during a, a pandemic like this. Um, but can you, other than um, obviously people washing their hands and social distancing and all that stuff, can you think of something product wise that would really help? our listeners to be able to get through this time because, you know, we are going into the unknown and it's getting scarier by the day for a lot of people. Oh, I know. And, um, and a lot of people are losing their income. In fact, half of, I think they say half of the U S of American citizens are losing their income and it's getting really weird out there. So do you have a product as uh, that could really help? them through this because we, we you, you talked about daily um saging and i know you have a palacento product you have a few can you talk about I maybe do. something that might um be helpful you know it's it's yeah this whole time is um it's you like to say the uncertain you know and I, it's such a repetitive word but it is unknown and it is a scary thing and for so many people and and um the products, I mean, I I can tell you the products I have used that I use because I, you know, when this whole thing hit, I was like, I got hit by it too. Yeah. Even though I make soap because everybody was on a freak out mode. The stores, yeah. people, everybody, you know, it was like, whoa, what happened? Yeah. Like, what just hit us? You know, it's like it was cricket, cricket <laughs> for a few <laughs> weeks. I'm like, what's going on? Are yeah. going to like die or something? You know, but then it just, after that, and it, it just picked up again and, and, you know, it's all back to, you know, good, but in the midst of all that, it's the cleansing. I think, you know, we have need to do a lot of cleansing and that's when it comes honestly to the salt water and mm. the salt baths. Mm. And if you don't have a bathtub, you have a shower, mm-hmm. you get, you can even use the bath salts mm-hmm. and just rub them on you Yeah. or just put the salts in some water, like a cup of water, and then just pour them on top of your head while you're in the shower. Yeah. And you can do your meditation in there and, and just cleanse all and everything goes down that drain. Um, so the bath salts are it's just the bath salts are amazing for cleansing, for putting you in a in a, in a space or in a, a balance mm. to ground you, you know, kind of reflect like okay, let's let's think now. This is you know this is not the end of the world type of thing, and you know, and to have, maybe just get your anxiety because I know a lot of people go through anxiety into a um, controlled base if that makes sense yeah um because in the staging too but the the salt the salt and the baths the soaps too but the salt and the baths just about cleansing 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 i'm not just saying washing hands but just cleansing it in water and just getting rid of that and that's how you protect yourself from getting any other negative energies that you know kind of sponge you in yeah salt heals 
Because energy, yeah. yeah, lower vibrational energy definitely tries to sponge you in because, you know, we forget that we, we, we're, we're made of light primarily in water, you mm -hmm. know, and our light yeah. is very coveted amongst yes. energy that doesn't have it. And so they're always seeking light and, and not all, you know, lower vibrational energy is, is necessarily negative. In my opinion, some of it's just lost energy, just right. It's just plainly lost, doesn't know where to go. So it's just hanging on to you, you know, so making sure that you're, you know, sending those types of energy on their way. I think as a healer, what I do as a healer is, is I send lost energy to the light. So it has somewhere to go that's right. appropriate for them. You know, that was my next thing. The candles, you know, that's where, you know, have the baths usually. So I don't relax and just do a bath with candles. Well, you're relaxing. You're getting rid of all that negative energy, whatever it may be. It's, even if it's a normal day and it's not a pandemic vibe that we're having. Yeah. You know, you're getting into a bath, you're cleansing um, or a shower. Like I said, you can just pour the salt over your head and cleanse and scrub. You just, you know, scrub all that off of the scrub, the salt, and you light up a candle and you let that light in, you know, let you know that negative energy go into that white light and you just get rid of all that negativity and, and don't watch the news. <laughs> yeah. Stay off the news. Yeah. It's going to really you know, wear, wear, because, you, wear you down, you know, because it's very infectious and it's very repetitive, but on, you know, spiritually, you know, yeah. not, you know, cause we hear things and then it affects us. And I've known people who have got, started getting panic attacks just because of some of the things they were saying. And then next thing you know, it was completely different in another news channel, you know? So, um, as far as like on a spiritual sense, um, the, the cleansing with the salts, the scrubs, you know, you can do the soaps and, and that, yeah. of course, the, I would um, say, I would say that, you know, cause everyone's so different and everyone's at a different place in their life energetically and on a different journey, I would say if someone were to, you know, if they're lucky enough to be at a Whole Foods where your stuff is for sale, um, mm -hmm. forest, nymphs, um, vegan, bath and body. <laughs> Just want to make sure to say that <laughs> in case we didn't say it. Already. <laughs> yeah. Um, that go with what, ener what energetically you feel drawn to. Like if you of feel course. drawn to a certain soap, go for it. Take it. Of course. That means you need it you know, or a of certain course. salt, go for it, take it, you know, exactly, exactly, and, you know, but I think, um, I think those are some really good ideas. Um, it's almost like if you're going into kind of like, um, the more etheric way about it is like the, you're getting a little bit of protection from the earth, you know, um, which is the herbs. And then you're getting, the the smoke from the candle you know which is fire and then you're getting the mm -hmm. water from the tub and then um and then you're getting um my brain's going <laughs> is it spirit you know no for... this means like this that's why like i have the smudges and i make the smudges and yeah you know those are it's a whole ordeal it's a whole like process for me and it yeah. takes me forever oh they're I'm... so beautiful by the way all oh, her Thank smudge you. sticks are amazing you guys go to her website and my sister just got one the, the yesterday and oh my god they're the so selenite. beautiful and you don't sell those at whole foods which i'm surprised no i'm like oh no, my god these I, are amazing um, no people have asked me and I have to submit that to them but they you know I've just started making them maybe about a year ago I mean I've always made them for myself yeah but you know I usually had starts and I gave it to somebody and they said well you should put these on your website because I want to buy one and you know and then I went from there and 
but I, I make, you know, I, of course I make those and I, um, and I can put the roses on there and this, it's this whole thing. It takes me hours and, but I love smudging. And if you are a person that can, that likes smudging, then that's so effective yeah. for, you know, cleansing of energy, just wipe off that, that dark energy, uh, negative or whatnot, yeah. you know, and, um, or get a bell too, you know, into the smoke and just ring the bell and then clear that energy. Um, I also have a smudge spray too that I made and I have a lot of people buy that like in areas where they can't, yeah, have the smoke. you know, light it up you know, yeah. at work in your cubicle or something. Yeah, and yeah not everybody can be saging. <laughs> right. So they just spray and that's, you know, that works too. So it's like you said, and it's like whatever you're drawn to, yeah. you know, um, there's different parts of it um and i just also wanted to say with the sage real quick a little bit goes a long way you don't need to burn the whole stick in fact some people who teach how to properly burn sage is is to pick a leaf off of it put it in a seashell and then burn it and then you could walk Mm -hmm. around the house you just take a little dried leaf and that's the more appropriate way to use the plant as opposed to burning the whole stick and then walking around um, that's what I've heard. Um, oh no, we burned the big old smudge stick. Yeah. We well, light you, it it up sounds like, like you a have a big warehouse though. You've got a big warehouse. So you've got a lot of smoke. And to we cover. do it at home <laughs> and we do it at home too. My son is the man who sages the house, you know, and so he sages everywhere. I mean, I do too, but you know, we have a whole bunch of them and you know, we, we walk around with a, you know, a little yeah. bowl so that you don't get embers everywhere. Like yeah. it happened to have happened. And, things have gotten little holes in them but um but then you just put it out you know and then you relight it for the next day but well and i also wanted to just you know say this because it's kind of important is that you know what sage does is that it creates a clean slate so you want to make sure that after you have you created a clean slate that you put the energy that you want in that space in there and that could be through a secondary incense stick it could be through um, a room spray or the aura sprays. It could be through song. Like you could play some high vibrational music. It could be through laughing with your family or doing something. But you want to definitely infuse um, the energy that you want into right. that space because you just cleared everybody out. Yeah. <laughs> with sage. Even the good guys. You you cleared. The, it's almost like it's I think sage is the is the what do you call it? The um, the antibiotic <laughs> of the for spirituality. Yeah. For like it kills the good guys, too. And the bad guys. It kills both. You know, so um, I also yeah. find that working because both my great grandparents, grandmothers were Native American and mm. sage is something that's very um it is. It's highly regarded. And I believe that connecting with the sage, the spirit of the plant before you burn it, I think would be um, a very proper way to use it. If you could just connect into that energy of the plant and then tell it what you would like it to do. And if you have exactly. like, you know, um, certain vibe that you like, like, for instance, I wouldn't want to sage away my fairies. I love working with their energy and I don't want them to go away, but I mm-hmm. want to clean their space, too. So I make sure to let the sage plant know what it is that I'm trying to do. Um, right, exactly. Everybody's different. You know, some yeah. people do prayers, you know. I mean, yeah. I do prayers along the way when I sage. And my bundles, I made them where they have a sage, but then there's 
you know, have juniper, I have cedarwood, I have lavender, yeah, rose, they're amazing. You know, rose petals. So you kind of, you're getting, you know, everything kind of goes together. So you're burning the sage, get it out, and then the, the other stuff that's burning along with it is missy like kind of circling around to bring in the good too so yeah. just like you said you know you talk to the plant and you tell them and absolutely yeah so everybody has their own little way of doing things but yeah. um you know it comes down to that whole cleansing of energy yeah that's and, really the, the 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 point to take here the moral of the story cleanse yeah <laughs> that's what it is guys it's cleansing Get energy clean. <laughs> clean your body clean your spirit clean your mind <laughs> Yeah, right? <laughs> Try to anyway. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so that's funny. And I, I asked you earlier, and I don't know, um, were you able to think of a, a promo code for the listeners that are here um, listening right now to the podcast, you know, if they were to go to your website? Um, um, you know what? I was trying to see what it, how I could put it in there, because then I can, they can get 15% off of whatever they buy. I know that I have it set up to where they spend $35 and they get free shipping, mm. $35 or more than, then you get free shipping. But, um, okay. That's really need, cool. Yeah. So I need that one's for sure, but I'm going to work on getting it on here. Cause I want to make sure that, and can I give it to you? And then can you, yeah, I can, I can post them? it okay. in the show notes later. Yeah. I can put oh, it okay, in, cool. I can put it in the description when I, let's um, do that. So yeah. I can navigate through my site and make sure that I have the right code. Because I know they're in here. I've, you know, I've given them before, and um, then that way they can just put it on there. Oh, you know, and you know what get. else I wanted to ask you before I forget mm-hmm. is how did you come up with the name Forest Nymphs? Um, I always had this thing about um, the Earth, you know, the hippie kind of thing, and since I was a kid, and um, I grew up in New York, and my parents, you know, we would go to the park, like Central Park, and it was, I still remember to this day, and we would go to the park, and it was back in the 60s, early 70s, I was born, I was born 64, mm. so I'm old there, but it was, um, we would go to the park, and then you would see all the hippies dancing, and the in, the incense flowing, you know, and I'm sure it was pot smoke, too, I didn't know I was a kid, but, and you <laughs> could see them dancing along with the smoke, and there was, you know, it was all cool, and to me, it was like, oh my god, look at this, it's like, so amazing, and, and, it always, I always loved anything to do with the earth and the smoke and, and then being the fact that, you know, a nymph usually is known to be insatiable and someone that's like neurotic or crazy over something. So mm-hmm. that's where I got those two together. And then I started researching. I go, oh my gosh, there's actually, it's, it's a Greek, you know, it's Greek myth. And actually there is a forest nymph. And it was perfect because the nymphs, there's so many of them. But the forest nymphs live in their trees. They would live in their trees and they would die with them. So if somebody came and, you know, took down a tree or knocked knocked the tree down and chopped it up, they would die with it. And that whole mystic thing was so attracting, you know, attracted. I was so attracted to it. And um, I just felt it and I just fell in love with the whole thing. And everything that had to be from a forest or the earth and... um, that's how I came about and I started making the products from that. And if you were to imagine yourself being in a forest somewhere, mm. you know, and then what would you pick if you were, you know, let's say like, you know, castaway, there's the ocean, there's a sand, and then there's the forest or he's at. So it's kind of the same kind of thing. And, you know, how would you make, you know, products? How would you make a scrub, you know, and what would it look like? And, and my mind, when I, when I make up all these or create all these, 
soaps and their colors and their oils and their everything is synergistically created. Everything's tied in together um, according to my madness in my head. <laughs> what I what I think, you know, how Bohemia became about or any other ones, you know, that come about and why are they like this or like drag me in the woods, you know, had to look like it was the, the woods, the, the ground of the woods and what would it smell like if you were walking down the woods and... Mm. Well, I have to tell you, your name drew me in. Like, I just, I thought it was just so magical. I was like, ooh. (laughs) You know. Oh, the nymphs and the fairy. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm, yeah, I miss fairy here. I just love anything anything fairy oriented. But I really loved um, the the way you're, not only the name of it, but the way the logo looks and all of that. I was really drawn into that's what really drew, drew me in, you know, as the well. Logo, the logo, maybe you drew, you know, if you noticed or not, but the logo, if you look at it, has the treble clef in there and the oh, base. Oh, hold on. Let me look. I have your cart. Hang on. Let me see here. So everything ties in together. Do you know what I mean? The whole thing, like everything, how everything's made. And then the logo in itself is the same way. Mm. How it's, how it's, it's made where it's like the vines and um, leaves, but then you see in the top, there's a treble, and then there's the bass, which is the notes of music, which is also the notes that are in aromatherapy and in essential oils. There's notes just like yes, there are. Yes, you're right. Music. Actually, you're right about that. Um, so that that a lot of people don't know that essential oils are tied to. Um, different notes vibration. and mm-hmm. yep, and different vibrations. You're right. I mean, we, honestly, we could talk forever. We could do a whole. I know we can. We, we no, could do a whole episode on on aromatherapy <laughs> <laughs> because you are an actual um, certified aromatherapist, right? Yes. Yeah, that's yes, crazy. I, I love it. Did that t- was that hard to do, or or did it take a while, or was it an easy class? Or? You know, it was. It took a while. I did on my te- my. Uh, all my teachings, my studies up in San Francisco with Jeannie Rose. I don't know. She's, she's like very well known mm. um, in the aromatherapy world. Um, and it took a few years because you do, you know, you study a lot and then you have to go to her and her house in San Francisco on Hyde and Ashbury there. And you, you take uh, the seminars and she has you do a lot of stuff. She's hardcore, but mm. you know, you learn a lot. So that was a long time ago. And, um, wow. Yeah, it's it was. I loved it, so I went to San Francisco quite a bit. That's that. amazing. Yeah, you've you've had su- you have such a full life. It's so rich. You have so yeah. many stories and so many. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I know. I have a lot of stories. They're all real. They're all true. Yeah, I, that's why I wanted to have you on here. I'm like ah, and plus I just energetically felt that way. I just I consider you like a fairy sister or something. <laughs> like, oh, absolutely. You for know, sure. the nymph. Absolutely. A fairy nymph. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, it's, um, it's pretty amazing. I love, I love everything that you've done. Um, Thank you. Yeah, and I'm so grateful that you um, were able to come here on this podcast. It really means a lot to me. Oh, it's my pleasure. I know the wild ones listening are going to be very happy to hear everything that you've said and talked about and your advice and everything. Do you have any last words of wisdom to any wild ones out there that are looking to dive into um, the unknown um, for the first time? Because, you know, some people 
are just just opening themselves to their heart for the first time and they're going to be taking their very first leaps into the next phase of their life and I'm just wondering for someone like you with with such an amazing history and um and um work ethic um if you have any advice I think you know whatever whatever they're going for I I've always done it this way and I believe it's just be true to yourself and your heart and what you feel mm-hmm. and listen to you your inner intuition you know your inner voice your gut whatever you may whatever it may be if it doesn't feel right and don't do it but if it's something you believe in then you go full board don't let people tell you otherwise sometimes you don't even need to tell people what you're thinking or what you're about to do just go for it because um that's going to be your path that's going to be your journey and anything is possible or everything is possible Mm. so sometimes things you may sometimes you may think oh there's no way Oh no, there's a way. <laughs> there's a way, you know what I mean? And if it's, you know, if you set your mind to it and you go with your heart, um, then you then you're on the right path. There's no way that you're going to be going on the wrong one. And um don't be a quitter, just keep going. That's one thing I think that even when, you know, people, like you said, some people may be going on their new phase in life or what they're doing and um like I said, if you believe in what it is that if you believe in that, then do it because um, don't quit. Just keep going for it and be patient because it'll it'll come about. People tell you, a lot of people knock people down. They knocked me down about my name, Forrest Nymph, my family and stuff. Oh, my God, it's a Forrest Nymph. you got to change the name. It sounds so sexual. Blah, blah, blah. And like, mm. whatever. And then four Whole Foods picks it up. I'm like, oh, yeah, see, they believe in me. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, and so. I have to tell you that sometimes family can be, in fact, most of the time, I should say most of the time, your family's yep. going to be your worst critic. They're not going to yep. be the ones you're going to want to listen to. They're always, because they want to see you the way they see you. They don't want you to change right. in any way, right. whether, even if it's better, even if it's better for you, they don't want you to change. Right. So, yeah, and they don't mean true. to do it. They're, no, they, they just don't. do it, you know? So they do. That's, they that's, just want people to get hurt. You know, they just that's that, yeah. that fear thing again. You know, like oh, you know, don't take a risk. But yeah. if you feel it in your heart, then you just go for it. And you don't have to tell people. If you hear one negative, I'm not saying to be like, you know, um, have an ego about it and not want to hear any negative about it, any negative feedback from people. But you don't need to hear it. It's not necessary. <laughs> yeah. so if someone's gonna give you negative something. Let's say, hey, Michelle, you know, your music sucks. You know that. You know, you, which of course it doesn't. And you know it. No, oh. I'm just saying it's an example. You know, like some people say, oh, Solana, you know, you're so, like, you know, they suck or whatever. You know, and then you know better. Then you don't need to, you don't need to, least, you don't need to listen to that because there's people out there that are just like the, you know, naysayers or like the negative Nellies, <laughs> yeah. they say. So those are the ones you don't want to be around. But um, follow your heart. What you got to do and, just, you know, I love that. persevere. I love that. Well, thank you for your words of wisdom. I love that. Um, oh, thank you. I think um, in, in, in your products and everything that you have really helps people to give them the spiritual tools to listen to your heart, you know? And yes. that's the biggest compliment ever that anybody could ever give uh, me is the fact of noticing and just feeling it because when people start feeling it, I was like, oh my God, yeah. they're actually noticing what I put into it. Yeah. And that is that is the reason why. I do what I do and what we, why we do what we do. Mm. That's the reason why. That's, That's your you why. Know what it is. I love it. That's I love it. it. I love it. 
Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate thank you, you being here with me and with us, the wild ones. My pleasure. Yeah. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me and thinking about me and having me go on and on for over an hour. <laughs> oh, I love it. Was it was my pleasure. It was my pleasure. Thank you. You're welcome. Just say all the time for playing you and I can be one.